You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 30th of August. There was a lot to digest after a speech by the US Federal Reserve Chairman at a conference sent stock markets into a tailspin. But it was less the contents of the speech than the reaction of markets that raised questions. For several months now, central bankers in the Western world have been explicit about prioritising inflation over economic growth. Chairman Powell's speech made this same point, although perhaps with a tone of exasperation that had been missing before. Chairman Powell made it clear that the decision on whether to raise rates by a further three quarters of a percentage point next month, or to drop to half a percentage point, had not yet been made. But he also played down the idea that the softer recent inflation numbers would justify any change in course. This was exactly in line with comments he had made in June, that the Fed would need to see a clear run of lower monthly inflation data for it to change course. Only two months ago, stock and bond markets had cheered the chairman's tough talk, seemingly wanting a more vigorous approach to fighting inflation, and perhaps fearing large rate rises now less than uncontrolled inflation and the threat of even larger rate rises further down the road. But this time, as essentially the same message was delivered again, stock markets buckled. Despite its eight-minute length on Friday, The speech triggered such a relentless breadth of selling that the mighty S&P 500 index was turned into what resembled a down escalator on the Elizabeth line. It took nearly 12 hours of market activity before the index could muster an uptick worthy of mention, by which time it had fallen by 4%, taking global equity markets down with it. $2 trillion was wiped off the value of stock markets globally. It did not help that European Central Bank officials promptly jumped on the bandwagon, giving their own versions of Powell's speech in what was clearly a choreographed message to global investors. Perhaps the strangest phenomenon observed on the day was the relative disinterest in the speech shown by American bond markets and the US dollar. Two-year US government bonds which most clearly track the presumed path of near-term interest rates, ended the day only a fraction lower. US 10-year treasuries similarly ended the day flat. They were more spooked by the ECB's comments over the weekend, which did eventually cause a global bond market sell-off when markets opened on Monday. The dollar managed a slight rally after the speech, but subsequently fell back to its pre-speech level against most currencies. Where stock markets go from now depends on whether this was just an irrational blip in an otherwise sustained rally, or whether this sudden loss of confidence signals a sea change in the sentiment of equity investors. The steadiness of bond markets suggests the former, and it was notable that, by some measures, Friday's sell-off was nothing like as panicky as the behaviour that occurred at the market's lows earlier this year. But, as has just been proven, stock markets are not known for their reliability in the short term. That's the end of the market news section, and now we'll move on to the stock focus section. 
Dell Technologies slid by 14%, despite announcing robust revenues and profits for its second quarter, after warning about business conditions in the second half of the year. Investors had already been anticipating problems in the company's personal computer business, but may have been caught off guard by the worsening outlook in its business-to-business division, which includes servers, storage and networking products. Weakening business-to-business expenditure was also the theme for customer relationship management specialist Salesforce. The company's latest guidance to analysts fell short of expectations, and management noted that the enthusiasm of customers for buying CRM products had become more muted. The shares initially fell 8% on the news, before rallying back to close on Thursday, down only 2.5%. The subsequent stock market rout on Friday and Monday saw them knocked down by another 9%. Just two weeks after issuing a profit warning, gaming computer chip manufacturer NVIDIA issued a revised outlook for third quarter revenues which further disappointed investors and cited, quote, challenging market conditions. In an effort to run down excess inventory, the company has cut prices and is deliberately slowing distribution of newer products. Previously one of the pandemic's big winners, Nvidia shares have fallen by 46% year to date. Porsche's IPO a rare bright spot for European markets at the moment, continues to make progress despite volatile markets. Potential investors should learn formally of the launch in the first week of September, and it is thought that the company may be valued at as much as $85 billion. Billionaires and major institutions are likely to make up the bulk of initial subscribers. And now we'll take a look at the economic highlights from last week, what to watch out for this week. Japanese so-called Tokyo inflation, usually a reliable precursor to national measures of inflation, surprised forecasters by rising 2.9% in August, up from 2.5% in July. Energy, food and communications were the main drivers. The Bank of Japan is unlikely to be moved to raise rates, however as it considers energy and food inflation to be global phenomena that do not warrant monetary tightening. Downward pressure on the Japanese yen continued. American GDP growth received a boost, but global trade flows took a hit, with data showing that US exports had held steady in July at the same time as there was a significant contraction in imports. US imports of consumer goods fell over 10% from the previous month. The all-important monthly US employment data, which is due on Friday, is expected to show a sharp reduction in the pace of job creation. July's figure of 528,000 jobs constituted a massive upside surprise, given fears of a slump in economic growth. August is expected to show a return to more normal, but still healthy job growth of 300,000. Business activity surveys should show the extent of China's latest economic slowdown, following a renewed tightening of COVID restrictions, offset by government efforts to stimulate infrastructure investment. Hawkish comments by ECB officials at the weekend are likely to be supported by inflation data for August. Eurozone inflation 
is expected to have edged up to 9% in August from 8.9% in July. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Crips. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Crips Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value, price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction, and if you require professional advice, you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.